so for this episode we were going to record with Jared and to do that we tried a different setup than normal and uh well needless to say it did not work out well we had to do a lot just to recover this episode at all and it sounds pretty rough at some points so we apologize for that Anyways, enjoy. Coming to you live from Master Closet Studios and elsewhere, <laughs> you're listening to the only podcast on the internet that's 80% Andragum. Does anybody else have a craving for cat right now? I want to eat everything. <laughs> d- <laughs> that, you're just a teenager. That's not different than normal. <laughs> Hey, it's up, the Noobs dude. and the Hoobian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the, the Noobs. And with us again from our St. Louis Annex offices, our very own Classic Who Rewind expert, Jared. And as always, guys, this is the podcast that's introducing a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. haven't. And another dad who's also seen it before seen more than you have hey, indeed he has seen more than me so welcome <laughs> to episode 109 covering classic who season 22 episodes 7 through 9 the two doctors this is the one where the sixth doctor and the second doctor join up to form the ultimate team of jerkwad good guys <laughs> and stop the androgum and centaurans from achieving time travel unlimited time travel. yes yes oh my bad because there is one? limited currently it's only free on nights and weekends yes uh, yeah they're trying to achieve unlimited uh this is story number 140 is that right uh all of a sudden i don't remember if i updated that this one was uh so incredibly close in time to the last classic who episode that we did uh <laughs> that some of the stuff almost seemed to overlap so yes in fact 140 is correct. I think the last one was like number 135. Yeah. And the last one was March of 84. This one is February 16th through March 2nd of 85. Uh, airing to 6.6, then 6, then 6.9 million viewers. So a little bit of a uh-huh. little bit of fluctuations and ups and downs uh, as, as usual with these multi-parters. Uh, written by Robert Holmes and directed by Peter... Moffat, uh, Jared, do you know anything about these guys? I didn't. I didn't do any digging on them. Do you know anything about these two? Mm. I was gonna say, yeah, Stephen uh, spells it with one T, right? And Peter, it's Peter is double F double T, and Stephen is double F one T or one F double T. I don't remember. It's double T. It's one F double T. I don't know. It's it's spelled different. (laughs) That is all that I know about that. Uh, Jared, that's yeah, (laughs) that's great. Um, Now, however, you know what though? I just thought about this. I think that I read that um, wasn't wasn't uh, the second Doctor uh, Troughton is or Trofton or whatever. That's in that his stage name. Where did I read this somewhere? What? I thought uh, I read somewhere, and and I let me let me uh, let me quickly see if I can the Google if I can locate it. Uh, that if I remember correctly, there was some like weird weird connection where uh, you know, yeah, Peter Moffat is not related to Stephen Moffat, but um, 
Cracker Jacks. What is the second Doctor's actor's name? Please help me out, Jared. <laughs> Patrick. Okay, maybe I'm wrong altogether then. Because I think I thought somewhere somewhere I read something that he was born Patrick Moffat or Peter Moffat. I don't know. <laughs> well, this bit of uh, handy miscellaneous trivia is brought to you by <laughs> R5 website management. <laughs> Because we're just gonna we're gonna get out of that segment Great as quickly save, as we can, yeah. guys. Y'all know the deal. Um, R five website management is is us. It's our uh, family business here. We help put together, maintain, and even do some hosting for websites. So head on over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Make sure that you use the code noobs at checkout for fifteen percent off your entire order. <laughs> And make sure you account uh, for time delay and uh, get 15% off your entire order. If you've got an idea for a website or if you've got a business, but you don't have a website, you don't have a business. So you need to get on that. Head over to store.r5websitemanagement.com. Use the code. Noobs. Noobs. Oh, they nailed it. Check out for 15% off your entire order. That was amazing. Yeah. Jared, you should have seen Corbin and Tripp just like. Uh, <gasps> now. Now, yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Um. I did not do any digging on the cast, partly because there were so many uh, people over the course of these three episodes. Was there was there anything, uh, Jared, that, that any of these actors that that stuck out to you or that you're aware of? Right. Mm-hmm. Per, per usual, yeah. Um, now, do you happen to know what uh, what Patrick Troughton was up to in the meantime? Like, was he still was he still a thing? Was he acting? Was he doing things? Like, what did he do after the Doctor? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, you you mentioned um, his his seniority, his age there, and I love that they did not even bother trying to uh, color his hair. Mm-mm. I mean, like I know, like there's only so much you can do to hide his age, and like wrinkles are going to be wrinkles, uh, especially in in 1985. But they could have at least like dyed his hair black. To make it look somewhat <laughs> like he did when he was originally on the show, um, and this would have been no one would realize. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, it, or maybe you know, nineteen eighty-five standards. It's like who cares? Whatever. <laughs> who, who's going to remember twenty years ago? And certainly, no one uh, thirty years from now is going to be watching two episodes, you know, within a few months of each other. Uh, you know, uh, from from the sixties and from the eighties, that'll never happen. Uh, so we'll just jump right on into the checklist then. Oh, what's that? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you think they had any real worries? <laughs> if we're getting on that bandwagon, <laughs> I'm not sure that they were concerned about much of anything other than like, let's get this thing in the can. Uh, so. Uh, so yeah, the creature of the week we had uh, we had kind of two um, 
aliens of the week, baddies of the week. I don't know what you want to call them. So we had the Sontarans, and this would have been not their first appearance, mm. but this is our first time seeing the Sontarans in Classic Who. Mm-hmm. And they were terrible. Holy cow. <laughs> their masks. Holy cow. Uh, I, t- I told uh, I told Keely that, because uh, that, she walked into the room and she was like, what is that? <laughs> ah. And I was like, why, obviously, it's a Sontaran, honey. Oh, and I was I like, this? I said, don't worry. They look way better in, in New Who. And she was like, they look just weird. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's like Party City level uh-huh. uh, rubber mask going on there where they didn't even try to attach any part of the eyes <laughs> or mouth yeah. to the actual actor. So they're yeah. just like talking through the mouth hole. I also noticed that Stike definitely had a beard. I did not oh, notice yeah. that until the end. Yeah. yeah, when, when he you was can see below him. Yeah, when he was outside chin. and he was yeah. like, we're going to vaporize. I plan to leave no one alive. Um, which, by the way, that was a better Sontaran voice than they were doing. Uh, but uh, 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 that was the first time I noticed, oh, my gosh, he's got a beard. Why does he, get, why does he, have, the, a why does he have a beard? <laughs> that's the only Sontaran I can remember with facial hair. Like, that's kind of one of their things. Is they, mm-hmm. they, they seem to be almost entirely hairless. Yes. So, um, was, was, Jared, was that a common thing for them to have beards? Or was it? Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, there was. Like, it looked intentional that they were different. Yeah. <laughs> Walks like a potato. If it quacks like a potato, wait. Uh, yeah, and I, I would say that they were somehow even more potatoey than Strax and and the new yeah. because it wasn't it wasn't like smooth. Yeah, it was like all lumpy. lumpy. And, <laughs> and new who Santarans are shiny. Yeah, definitely. And these guys Real were not dirty. Yeah, they were like yeah. face mask. So yeah, so they 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 were um, even more potatoey because they look like they were just plucked out of the ground. So, uh, uh, we also had I don't know if this counts really as creature of the week, but we had the andrigum, and mm-hmm. uh, for the longest time I did yeah. not know what that word meant. I didn't know if that was supposed to refer to a species, <laughs> to a clan, because can we all agree that shock eye was more Scottish than Jamie in this episode? <laughs> I mean, he had like yeah. flaming red eyebrows. Hey, not all aliens are British, wearing... okay? Some of them are Scottish. <laughs> well, and their names. He was like. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I wasn't sure. Like, was was it the Andrigum clan? And then they started. Then they started. Their last names were. Mm. Like, oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they sounded, and I was like, are these supposed to be s- like Scottish aliens? <laughs> or, like, are they human? What are for, they? For like yeah. the, I think for the whole first episode, I didn't know if they were supposed to be human or not. Yeah, because the thought, butcher guy was the only guy that was any different. And he had the little dots well, on the face. Well, even he wasn't like alien different. Yeah. He was just ugly different. Like, I always <laughs> give him crazy warts and big bushy orange <laughs> eyebrows. But... But I. Yeah, that you realized. 
Yeah, and you're like, oh, that's on all of them. Oh, yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then at the very end when, when uh, What's-Her-Chick turned back for whatever yeah. reason, because when you die, your genes change, um, <laughs> she got the, the, the same warts and flaming bushy red yeah. eyebrows. So apparently that is not just like shock eyes style. What about the other That's... guy that had the glasses? He wasn't an androgum. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Almost. And, and, and trip was talking about, um, Dastari. He was like, what about Dastari? Well, Dastari wasn't an androgum. What was he? <laughs> was, was he another type of alien? Yeah. Is they seem to treat maybe? all the, 20 scientists on that massive ship as one species or something, but right. clearly they weren't. They're clearly scientists different. from all over the universe. They pointed that out yeah. early on I, in the it, it was, So just very, very weird stuff happening with, with what an androgum is. What was his plan anyways? Because he killed all of the scientists just to be able to achieve time travel. Why did he have to do that? Whatsoever. Because he's evil. Yeah, he wasn't evil. He was following that other girl's plan. <laughs> Shouldn't he have realized she's just trying to kill everyone? I okay, Jared. I felt in watching this episode, I felt like there is a long-standing Doctor Who history and lore with the Andragon yeah. that they have appeared multiple times, and we have learned things about them, and we would understand. A lot more about what Destari is talking about with, oh gosh, what is the woman's name? I can't think of her name. Uh, the Androgum woman. Let Jessini. Jessini, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I thought that we would, Jessini was probably some kind of recurring character, or at least Destari was, especially because the way the Sixth Doctor talked about him before they went to mm -hmm. see him. He was like, oh yes, Destari, I'll go see him and he'll make me better. Um, I just assumed that the Androgum was, there was some background there. And mm -hmm. so when I clicked on it in the Wikia, you find a single page that talks about this episode. Yeah. And I was like, uh. So I thought, like, there were a There's lot of things that they... There's a whole, like, wink and nods to, like, oh, yeah, this were... was with the other... Everyone knows that androgym are wild animals and that, you know, you can't stop their instinct or whatever. Like, Seems we should have known Shaka, yeah. So like... that's the thing is, I thought that there was all kinds of established lore that we mm -hmm. were tapping into and that we just weren't getting. And then I come to find out, no, it's not no, at all. There's nothing. So it's just a lot of blanks that need to be filled in that never quite got filled, filled in. So, Oh, is that right? <laughs> it's like, stuff. what, what did I miss here? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's head on down into, Oh, go ahead. <laughs> wait let me go check these out <laughs> yeah i mean it i honestly i felt that more about them than about the santarans i yeah. felt like yeah. there was less there was less callbacks and as trip said winks and nods to a history with the santarans than there was with the androgums and mm -hmm. the santarans i mean how many times have they shown up before now I know at least once. Is it multiple times? Yeah. 
And there was not nearly as much of the doctor saying, well, well, you know, with the Sontarans and blah, 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 blah. There was none of that. Or, yeah, well, right. Okay, there was some of that. It was but, like, oh, they're a battle race. Yeah. But that's all we got. And that's kind of like the basic right. telling right. about it yeah. that you normally get with like... So it was really weird to pair these two together. Yeah. The, the Andragon that we know nothing about, Jacini that we know nothing about, with the Sontarans. Which we've teaming seen them up. It's Yeah, it's just, it was just kind of interesting. It's like, why? So, uh, so in Jiggery Pokery, really the only notes that I had here were under the TARDIS. Um, the, first thing that, uh, <laughs> the first thing that I wrote down out of all of the notes was, is twos, is the second Doctor's TARDIS black? Like, what the heck? Both the boys said that at the same time. Like, it's like what? That TARDIS it just looked <laughs> filthy, and it looked like it was black instead of TARDIS blue. Yeah. And then I noticed that Six's TARDIS was identical. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but Jared, in the, in the five Doctors, didn't they each have, have a like, a slightly different-looking TARDIS? I've, I've just seen clips of it. Sure, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tardis eye? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah and I, I will say that the uh, the difference between the 910 TARDIS and the 11th Doctor's TARDIS, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's like they said, you know what, guys? We need to make this thing really shiny so it makes a really <laughs> pretty toy. Because holy cow, is the 11th... If you stood 11s next to the one that we saw in this serial, uh, it like, just wouldn't even compare. What, what, did, what happened? Yeah. I mean, 11s looks like it's made of plastic. Yeah. It's so shiny. And this thing was... all the plastic toys. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, and yet this one, or both iterations of this one, uh, it was just like... It, the first time it came on screen... It looked black. It looked like gray. And then it wasn't until like you looked at it a couple of times that you realized it's just dirty, dirty blue. Mm. Yeah. So it's kinda kinda interesting. And maybe maybe those are maybe that's more uh realistic towards what the police boxes looked like. Maybe they looked like garbage by that time. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean you imagine if they were built in the sixties, if they if there were any still standing in the eighties, I don't even know. They probably would have looked terrible. So But nowadays they yeah. look really good. That's true. Right. Right. It was just all soot. Could be. 
So uh, we learn in this episode, or I, I think we learn, we learn, I don't know if it's ever been discussed before mm-hmm. in, in Classic Who, but we learn that there is some kind of symbiotic relationship between the Doctor and the TARDIS. What was it, the, uh, the symbiotic, it wasn't a genome, what was it? I don't know. Uh, it was something with your DNA or... Right. And, and the doctor even, even uh, went further and said that uh, in order for a time machine, not, not just a TARDIS, but in order for a time machine to work, it has to be primed by the Rassilon Imprimatur, <laughs> which I've always and heard pronounced Imprimatur, uh, but the Rassilon, the Rassilon Imprimatur, or Imprimatur, whatever, uh, a symbiotic print within the physiology of a Time Lord. Also, which... you can take it away. Yeah, because um, like he left a little bit intentionally. Like you have. Oh, to you put can take it. In. Oh, so you can take it out of the. Oh yeah, what was that thing called? The um, the 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 bi uh, the biograde, uh, flubity do whatever that yeah. thing was. Jibberty jabberty. Yeah, the jibberty jabberty. The uh, yeah, um, that, yeah. Apparently, he he whatever it is that is taken from him and imprinted on that thing. Apparently, the doctor could just, I don't know scratch away like a lottery ticket and, uh-huh. <laughs> and leave yeah. a lit of film behind so exactly that it could still work one time. One trip. Yes, yes. Enough yes. enough for one trip. I knew um, they wanted to test it. <laughs> that's right. Yes, it was all part of the... Corbin was like, why would he give it back to him? I'm like, it's all part of the plan. So of course, course it is. is. Don't so worry. We'll figure it out at that some was, point. That was... Oh, is <laughs> yes. he? Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's that's... Yeah, that, that sounds like that was apparent throughout this yeah. serial. I, yeah, that, I think this episode pretty highly had the two most self-righteous—that's not the word—self-egoizing. I can't. I don't <laughs> even egotistical. Yeah, that'd probably what be about the, the one. First doctor? Doctors, like, geez, they suck. I don't know, man. I think so far I haven't met a classic, classic Who doctor that I didn't <laughs> yeah. think was full of himself. And I mean, granted, the new Who doctors are fairly full of themselves. Oh yeah, but, but they're they a little more playful about it. it. Yeah, they're, they're not, not like, blunt in your face. Oh, like, you're, you're an stupid, idiot. You what are you doing? Right. Usually, <laughs> when they're calling someone an idiot and stupid in a non playful way, it's the bad guy, mm-hmm. not their companion. Yeah. yeah. Right? You know? So, it's of like, course, of course I'm better than you. That's right. Stupid. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of that kind of stuff. Ex- except for, and but then you, you got to remember mm-hmm. that one of, yeah, one of the Ninth Doctor's catchphrases was referring to humans as stupid apes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's, there's some trade off. That's but that's the ninth doctor. Yep. No one cares about him anyways. Dang, <laughs> he had the remnants of the uh, classic Who doctors, I guess. Uh, yeah, I would say he's he's probably the most classic Who of the new Who doctors mm-hmm. um, so far. They, Except, they I don't tried know, 12, taking, 12, uh, 12 reaches back, man. 12 really does. But, but they tried taking a classic Who and transforming it and then... They tried to keeping the classic who, and then it just didn't. Well, work. I mean, it was the so first. It was the first outing, there. so yeah. that's all they had to draw on was other. You know, that was the classic who doctor. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so speaking of others, other stuff we noticed. Um, I just I was writing down all kinds <laughs> of randomness here, so I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk through these and uh, and anything that that uh, pops up for you guys, uh, feel free to jump on in here. So, um, okay, did did anybody else think that it was weird? That this serial began with the second Doctor and Jamie, yeah, not the sixth yeah. Doctor and Perry. Now I will say I thought it was cool that it started in black and white, but and I thought they switched. faded to color way too fast because Trip almost didn't notice it. <laughs> Trip, it happened 
the fade from black and white to color, you were looking away. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Trip looks up and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> like, Did wasn't it, it in black now? and white a second ago? It faded in. And I thought that was a, I thought that was cool. I think that they should have waited a little more than the 15 seconds that they did of black and white. But mm-hmm. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're in the middle of a sixth Doctor season. And you open it with the second it Doctor. it opens with the second Doctor. Someone thought that was a rerun for sure. They're like, why are right? they playing this episode? Especially when it came on in black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to, you know, think maybe that's why they changed it so fast. <laughs> so people wouldn't turn the channel. Um, but I thought it was, I thought it was weird that uh, you didn't start off with the current Doctor. Because, I mean, with the five Doctors, uh, they, you start off with, with the fifth Doctor at the beginning of the episode, right? I imagine. Now, now I'm, now I'm second-guessing myself because I don't actually know. Is that the... Yeah. So, I, I, thought, it was, I thought it was interesting uh, that, they, that they did that. I also thought that we didn't get nearly enough of the two doctors together. Yeah. What, what did you guys think? I think they interact. Yeah. They play off of each other really well, mm-hmm. mainly because they're just constantly insulting each other. <laughs> so I wish we had them Which together. is kind of what happens in the clips that I've seen of the five doctors. It's like they spend the whole time. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's a lot like being in a room full of brothers that are all trying to assert dominance. Mm-hmm. And trying to one-up each other. Yes. Yeah, prove who's what? king of the pile today. Except, Except they're all the same they're person. They're all the same person. Um, so it's even it's even more hilarious. I'm better than you. That means you're going to be worse than you were later. <laughs> Ooh. Sick burn, me. Wait. Uh, um, hang on a second. Yeah, so it was... Yeah. We spent like was, the... Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, was it or was it the third? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, let's not do much of that part at all. Like, they didn't even realize that there could possibly be another Doctor until, like, halfway through the second episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When they saw, oh, I must R- be being held hostage. Then they didn't meet until, right. like, the past, like, the last about 20 minutes the third episode. of yeah. the third I, episode. Help me out. I swear it was the third episode before they finally met up. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't it? Pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Because I was like, oh, yeah, oh, hang on. We're going to get all the way through? The second story, the second part of the story, and they still haven't met up? It was like 15 minutes mm-hmm. by the time they all met up and were all conscious at the same time. Right, and all conscious, yeah. And then, once that that happened, then they split up again yeah, and they they spend split the up rest again. of the serial with the sixth Doctor trying to find the second Doctor. And, and then, then when they do, it's like, well, another adventure wrapped up neatly. Let's go! I was like, just like <laughs> what? Ha- it, it ended so fast. They had like two minutes where they were in the same room. Didn't see then much. Hope we'll never see you again. Got away. Okay. So, so <laughs> let me let me ask you this, uh, Jared, because um, one of the things I got confused about is when they finally did meet. The the sixth Doctor 
had an inkling that an earlier incarnation of himself was there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He because of the mind slip and all of that kind of stuff. So for him to see himself, one, he knows what he used to look like, mm-hmm. and two, he's expecting to see himself. Mm-hmm. But the second doctor didn't didn't know that the sixth doctor? doctor was around, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so they then didn't you know have that the they classic doctor, huh? So the second doctor didn't know the sixth doctor was even him. Okay, my thought would be, just okay, just like when, um, when in Time Crash, the fifth Doctor didn't know who the tenth Doctor was mm-hmm. because he's never seen himself in the future. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But, and then remember there was the bit where they both put on glasses and they said "snap," and we we had to we had to explain to ourselves and our American listeners that that's a British thing. That when you it's what is it, Jared, a card game? some kind of a card game and like when your cards match you say snap right so snap in that context means it'd be like saying jinx yeah. mm. like if if you saw yourself from the past and said jinx that's that's what it is um so they both say it to each other it's <clears throat> the first thing that they say to each other six walks in the room where two is tied up and they look at each other and what i thought was going to play out was the sixth doctor hanging it over the second doctor's head that he knows who he is. You know, six knows who two is, but two doesn't know who six <laughs> is and play and play around with them. Right. Yeah. But instead they go snap. Hmm. And I'm like, really? so the second doctor recognizes the sixth doctor. I read a, did I okay, comic? One, okay. It was like basically every freaking doctor <laughs> meets up and crap. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they just kind of know, like... It's a, just a Something thing. about, like, the fact that they're the same person, you know, overlapping in each other's time streams. It seems like they just know, oh, you're the doctor. Like, oh, if and I saw you... Saw me so it, 20 it, years so from like now. So it's like a Highlander thing where immortals can sense each other... I guess. ...kind of thing. Jared, Jared, help us out here, man. unsatisfactory because we've yeah. we've established and and by the way this will continue to happen mm-hmm. and by excuse me let me rephrase that sounded wrong the fifth doctor didn't recognize the tenth doctor in time crash yeah that will continue to happen mm. we're going to see it pretty soon so every we're other gonna see doctor. it again with the twelfth doctor this happens and the the later regeneration doctor Always messes around with the other one. Man, they don't always mess around, but they know, and it's clear that the earlier incarnation doesn't know. Yeah. And that makes sense. Now, at first I went, oh, wait a minute. No, they met up in the five doctors until I went, wait a minute, five doctors. That was one through five, right? So, so six wasn't around. Yeah. So when, so when the second doctor, oh. the last time this happened, the last multi-doctor episode that we had, was the or was it? I don't even know. There was the three doctors and the five doctors. When did the three doctors happen? 
Oh, was it? Okay. Oh, that's right. And this, and the two, yeah, that's right. And the two doctors always confused me because the two doctors comes after the three and the five <laughs> and it features two and six. I'm like, what? Um, so at any rate, doesn't line up with anything else. Right, right. So he has, okay. So, so this is actually the third time that the second doctor has done this. He's done so it one, every two, and one, two, and three time. got together. He says the universe and then one is through big enough five for all got of together. Them. So he's met every single doctor. And then two to six, yeah, he's met all of them, one through six. I wonder which doctor has met the most doctors. <laughs> Probably two. <laughs> um, That's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's kind of like the fourth doctor not really showing up for the fifth doctor. Yeah, yeah. When you go, when you say we're going to take into account the audio adventures in the comic books, every doctor has met it. every single doctor and himself. The second in doctor has hung time. out with the thirty-second yeah. doctor at this point. Um, <laughs> and actually, what, yeah, there was there was some interesting stuff that came out about that recently. That uh, oh gosh, what was I just reading? That Stephen Moffat uh, said something about this. That 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 um. He had, he had in mind at one point, and I don't know why this got derailed, but he had in mind that River would originally meet the doctor. The, like, so, so, so we see the first time the doctor meets River, right? Mm -hmm. Where 10 meets River in the silent, li uh, the, the, what was it? The silent library? The, de the library of the dead. Dead library? library. Silence, Silence in, in the, the library. library. <laughs> Silence in the library of the dead people. Right, 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 right. Um, his original uh, vision was that she would meet, like, the 23rd Doctor or something like that. Like, that was supposed to be the first time she encountered the Doctor. And then I don't know why, like, all of that went out the window and, and turned into her meeting the 11th Doctor. Um, when she first became River and all that kind of stuff, but so they when you when you take into account all of the the possibilities, yeah, all of the doctors have met all of the doctors at various points, and it's mm -hmm. you know that's that's part of why we don't bother with the audio and the, and the <laughs> yeah. comics and the books because uh, you can't keep up with all. Wow, yeah, and, and and so we had, how many seasons did the Seventh Doctor get? Yeah, yeah. So six, cause six only got two, right? Mm-hmm. And then seven only, I think he only got like three, I, 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 three or four maybe, <laughs> I don't know. So, um, so yeah, so we don't, we don't see it again until uh, Time Crash, so that was exciting. And then that, of course, that's your first, you know, that's your, the first time they do a multi-doctor, in New Who, they do a classic New Who crossover, hmm. um, rather than you know within. And of course, at that time, that's all they could do because ten couldn't meet well, nine yeah. because nine <laughs> wasn't on speaking terms with the BBC at the time. So um, my 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 big hope is we are um, what are we three years away from the 60th anniversary? I desperately want them to get every living Doctor 
together for the 60th oh anniversary. Oh my goodness! Yeah, every amazing. living, and I'm I'm talking all of them, even you know, because there's there's you know some of the classic Who doctors are still kicking around. Mm-hmm. I would love to see all of them to get together as the Doctor, because by the way, you know, the, we, we, wait, have we met? Wait, have we met the curator yet? The Who? No. Jared, have we not met the curator yet? Do you know who I'm talking about? Jared, are you there? <laughs> Jared has left us. Okay. Oh, sorry. Did, have we met the curator yet? I don't know anyone by that name, so. No. Very small role. No. In a library. This is not ringing any bells? No. Okay, Jared, you know who I'm talking about. Okay, but we just haven't gotten there yet? Crap, when is that? I thought that was in the I thought that was in Silence in the Library. Anywho, I guess not. We'll 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 get there because there's an interesting there's an interesting multi-doctor crossover that happens that it's interesting. <laughs> if we haven't gotten there yet, I don't want to say anything. We must not have, because we would have spent time talking about this. Y'all would know exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, is it? Is it really? <laughs> wow. Okay. Um so at any rate, nice. guys, um uh I, for the 60th anniversary, that's what I want. I want them to bring back every single living doctor. Anybody who's not still around, leave them be. Like, <laughs> we don't need to have yeah. um, Ar- Argus Filch come back and play the first doctor again. <laughs> um, we don't necessarily need that. Um, but I would, love to, I would love to see that because there's all kinds of opportunities there. So, yeah. um, so that, was, we, that was the first bit in other stuff we noticed. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Well, there's we hit on some other things that I have notes for down below, and 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 that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, several episodes. Um, we 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 had to keep reminding uh, Keely. It was like, no, 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 it's it's three forty-five minute long episodes. She was like, why? I was like, just, just don't worry. It's super about it. long. Do what? It's super long. Yeah. Just... Well, I mean, we did one time do like a six-parter or an eight-parter. Mm-hmm. So we've we've actually done longer, I think. So, um, I love the line Perry says. Perhaps you should see a doctor. And six says, "Are you trying to be funny?" <laughs> I thought that was uh, that might be the only time that I saw Perry put the doctor in his place, and that was uh, that was quite satisfying. Um, let's see, uh, the doctor says, "Violence is alien to the Time Lord nature," uh. and he said that early on in the first season, uh, first episode, and I wrote under that, "Really? Apparently, they've changed, mm-hmm. right?" Because like Rassilon is like a mass murderer and the master is a psychopath. (laughs) And then I, as I'm reading this, I'm thinking to a note that I have later that at the beginning of the first episode, he says violence is alien to the time Lord nature. But towards the end of the third episode, he straight up murders a guy with cyanide. Mm -hmm. Is that not count as violence because there was no blood? Or what are we saying here? He didn't because kill it. The cyanide. He straight up murdered Shockeye. No, officer. I didn't kill him. The bullet did. That's right. Yeah. It was the poison that was in my hand that I put over his face that killed him. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. And, I, and I, I mentally didn't put those two together until I was just reading the notes here. But that's where he started out. Violence is alien to the Time Lord nature. I was like, yeah, I'm not so sure about that. So uh, We had a banana in the pocket. Of you course. Catch the, what's that? Of course. He always has a banana. That's right. Always carry a banana. 
Or no, what was it? Always bring a banana to a party. Yes. Um, here we have like a early, early version of that. Sound like a great person to have at parties. Uh, let's see. I, okay, I'm just going to read this note here. So the mind slip caused six to seek out the help of a doctor, Dastari, which is exactly where two was on the other end of the mind slip. Was that part How of convenient? Of course, it's convenient. Was that information that he got from the mind slip, which made him think about it, which made him think that he needed a doctor? Well, no, my point was my point was we had a bit of a causal loop here. Mm. Like the reason that uh, it's kind of a kind of a bootstrap type of thing, where like Dastari is doing a, an experiment on two, which causes somehow causes a mind slip between the second and sixth incarnations of the doctor, which causes the sixth doctor to seek out medical help. From the doctor who incited it. Like, I just, I love the nice. the circularity there. It's enough to make you, mm-hmm. make you dizzy. <clears throat> Save him from him. In the past. Save himself Ma-hem. from them. Speaking of complicated uh, uh, temporal grammar, but if I were dead then and here, now, it means I'm at the epicenter of the engulfing chaos. First of all, the epicenter of the engulfing chaos is fantastic writing. Uh I love that. But I love when Six says, but if I were dead then and here, now, (laughs) I'm just like, (laughs) those two statements can't be true. Yeah, about broke my brain. Then and here, now. Uh, if anything <laughs> I love this line if anything happens to myself as a result of it I'll never forgive himself <laughs> stop changing personal pronouns yeah, yeah didn't Perry say something about yeah. that like, yeah. mixing up your pronouns and um, what is it is it um, is it Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that talks about this about uh, the grammar grammar is the worst part of time travel is that ringing any bells Jared There's, it, uh, he, there's like the narrator does this small aside after some, after some dialogue similar to this, the narrator pulls you to the side and talks about how grammar is the worst part about time travel. And he says, for example, the, you know, secondary aorist punctiliar, you know, like rattles off this whole long, you know, goofy sounding grammatical term. He says that it refers to, you know, it, it, it's the verb tense you use when you've gone back in time to kill your nephew before your grandfather can be born or, you know, like some, some random thing. Like that. He's like, and you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a rare use, but it's there. It's in the grammar. You know, kind of the but same you gotta grammar. know it. Yeah. You gotta know these things. It's going to be on the quiz. I thought it was interesting that, um, Stike comes rolling in with, uh, you know, with some, some sort of chemicals and contraptions on a cart and two looks at him and says, tea time already nurse. And I thought it was hilarious. Dang. He's calling a Santarin nurse, and the Later. key Santarin that we're hanging out with right now is a nurse. Is a nurse. Yeah. Do you yeah. need assistance? Yes, yes. I have the best breasts. <laughs> That's right. I am fully capable of lactation or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what did he? What's even better than that? What did he like, stu- I can produce stupendous amounts of lactic fluid. <laughs> Uh, that's great. <laughs> Even if you do something bizarre, you can do it better than any other species. You know. It's like, are you sure? Do you need anything else? Okay, now go on. 
I look forward to killing you in <laughs> battle. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you will be obliterated. <laughs> um, I love oh. that. Um, I love that 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 bit where. Uh, so we're kind of jumping ahead now uh, to where Shock Eye was was strapped down to the table, and he gets angry and decides to break out of the ostensibly steel banded restraints that are obviously folding cardboard, yeah, like duct tape on foam core or something. <laughs> uh, I thought it was like, hilarious. That oh, it was like, I'm so mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was great. The, the way he was like trying to act like this was a difficult task, but it was obviously <laughs> they, they created something with zero resistance. Yeah. So it's like, he wasn't even like bending it. He was like rolling it up. <laughs> like on accident. It. Yeah. On accident. So, that was uh, great 1980s uh, special effects there. So. Um, oh, I just just a simple note, uh, just so everyone is clear, that's not why it's called Shepherd's Pie. Uh, yeah. Just so everyone knows. That's not the reason. That's oh, specifically no. Shepherd's. That was, that was, oh my gosh. Uh, let's see. So when uh, Chronic, Chronic, I must have had an autocorrect there, Chronic Acid, uh, comes into contact with Sontaran skin. Apparently, it turns into seaweed. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was terrible. And, and multiplies. It... <laughs> In mm-hmm. the chemistry section? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turns into seaweed. Yeah. And it will multiply too. Did you notice it? Like yeah. Corbin yeah. goes, he l- just keeps looking worse. It's like they dumped <laughs> the bucket and should. then like he just kept getting more. Yeah. It's like it it's was like trying it was, to spread. It's like, dude, like wash it off. Like, <laughs> ah. point, like, they didn't have all the slime ready during the first scenes. So oh, they, is that what it was? They uh-huh. had to give him a, a little production bit. level restraint. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seemed like um, it seemed like he had been in a food fight yeah. at one point with like. Green Jello was hanging <laughs> course for dinner that night, and, and he lost. And he definitely, <laughs> he definitely, definitely lost. And people were continuing to hit him with Jello globs and stuff. Just as he was walking along, ah. Pel- pelting him from above, <laughs> from the sides, every which way. Yeah. Um, the scene with with the second Doctor and Shockeye discussing food was there's not a word for it. I I wrote spectacular. Amazing. Is there a word that means Fantastic. I love how absolutely horrifying this is? Is there a word for that? Or not horrifying. Horrible. Because I, I wrote bizarre because that's the closest I could get to it. Horribly awesome. I, I thoroughly enjoyed being stupefied by that scene because they went. It was like all of a sudden it was like we were on a cooking show. The way they talked about food made me want to become a food critic. <laughs> Amazing. I was like, I've never even heard of that dish. I would like to sample it. Now. They're talking about <laughs> eating humans right now, and I want to try some. This is that, a problem. The guy that played Shockeye did a fantastic job of seeming perpetually hungry. It's mm-hmm. like he, it, the way he talked sounded like his mouth was continually watering. Did y'all notice that? <laughs> yeah. When he would start to talk about food, it was like he just... He needs the food. Yeah, it's like he couldn't even yeah. control his own bodily fluids. It's amazing. And then what was hilarious to me was uh, Patrick Trofton doing an impersonation of Shockeye was spot on. It was amazing. Because it was like, forget about, forget about splicing his DNA and having him become part Andragum. He was becoming Shockeye. Yeah. 
and I loved every moment. Yeah, Why am I like talking about food? They were holding arms, and they were they were like still hunched <laughs> yeah. over, like yeah. 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 so happy. Says, oh, it's good to see two of what? Did, what do you say? Two two men of of the old style or of the old ways or old fashioned or something like that. I was like, yeah, that's about right. Um, wearing their um, they're just cartoonish hats and and coats with tails. I know it's everything. precisely where we can get some clothes. <laughs> no, no. Um, every every bit of the sequence from when the doctor became an androgum to when he stopped becoming uh, stopped being an androgum was my favorite part of this. Mm-hmm. Pro- maybe my favorite part of all of classic <laughs> Possibly the happiest the second doctor has ever <laughs> been in his life. Yeah, when the, he, when he ripped the thing off his face, he was like, no. Okay, <laughs> like, so you know what? what? That brings up a question that I, n- I just realized I never saw an answer to, so y'all help me out if I missed it. Why did he turn back? They said after an hour... Yeah. The, it'll just reject oh, it. Oh, that's what it They was. have to stabilize him. That's or, right. Okay. Or all the DNA will just fall out of his cells or something <laughs> like that. Like, what, is, what exactly <laughs> happens? It's like he's oh. 80% androgum. Oh, no. Now it will fall off. It will just... No, it will slowly fade away. It seems where like... Where his head randomly moves across the table because yeah. the continuity people couldn't make sure that he was in I the mean, exact same position. It seems like it would be a problem if just... What eighty percent of your cells, I guess, all got rejected by your body simultaneously? Yeah. No, no, no. It just it just sloughs off the androgen parts. That's that all. Could it could cause some problems, yeah. I think. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. I thought what was happening, and I, I voiced this at the time, but I, I probably didn't make sense. What I thought was happening was this was all the doctor's plan to go to the restaurant that he was going to when they showed him, you know, doing the 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 deconstruction, you know going from an androgum back to being just the doctor. I thought he was going to wake up and say, oh, just what I needed. You know, five pounds of oysters counteracted the do, the do flashy, you know. Because um, I'm remembering there was an episode where the doctor needed, it was tin, and he needed something salty. Do y'all yeah. remember this episode? Something like that. Something was happening to his body. And he so needed he needed the tea, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think... And, and and all I the only thing I remember about it was him chomping on food, and so his mouth was so full he couldn't say what he needed. So he was doing like sign language, and he's like, "I need some." He was trying to communicate, "I need something salty," and she hands him salt, mm-hmm. and he goes, "No, too salty." <laughs> and so she gives him uh, anchovies or something, and then he's eating the anchovies, and then she ends up doing something else and everything. So I thought it was one of these things where um, Corbin, I know. Um, Remember when Ten first regenerated? Yeah. The tea spilling in the TARDIS, like clear to sinuses, boiling or off, crap. and yeah, boiling off, and all the all those free radicals in the tea. I was like, that is the most British thing I can think of. That'd be like a Texan writing a sci-fi show where the smell of brisket brought him back to life. I mean, you know, oh, just boil some tea, and I'll be good, right as rain. You know, pip pip and all that. <laughs> Uh, so let's see. I, right under my note about the scene with, with two and Shockeye discussing food was bizarre. I said Oscar's death was bizarre as well. I know. Yeah. I thought he was overreacting. They yeah. had built this guy up to be a dramatic like a, guy. A, a Devo, you know, like he's 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 an actor and he's a restaurateur and and they will never get to see my great hamlet and then he recites lines from hamlet and goes 
yeah, and, and falls back with his dies. eyes open. And I thought, oh, this is him doing the grand actor's death. And then the doctor's going to go, it was a ketchup packet in your in your shirt pocket that he stabbed. Or, uh-huh. oh, it was just a flesh wound. You'll be fine. And have him sit up and be embarrassed. No. Yeah. He straight up died like that. There was, like, no blood coming out of that wound. <laughs> you could see on the shirt, it was, like, the bit on his hand, the bit on her hand. It was barely bigger I've around than the button. cuts that uh-huh. bleed more than that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that, yeah. too. Oh, yeah, the doctor's like, well, time to be on our way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, he's just a stupid butterfly catcher? He'll be Moth. Fine. Moth catcher. Moth. Thank you very much. Yeah. That he Take kills with freaking cyanide. Kills with cyanide. It's more humane. <laughs> Duh. It's more it humane. will also come in handy later. <laughs> and that was the was that the first or the second episode? Yeah, I think the that first. was the first. It was a long ways back. All I know is this episode ranged all over mm-hmm. because we started out like beside a pond fishing. Yeah. Which, by the way, what the heck was the doctor doing fishing? Can you imagine anything less looking for like grumble pops or whatever the crack those things? Were <laughs> grumble called. jacks. Grumble pops. Grumble pops. <laughs> it's the food you make. Uh huh. <laughs> that would have been a terrible opening. That's right. <laughs> we'll start with the second doctor. We'll start it in black and white. It'll be great. Everybody will love it. So, um, yeah, he um. Oh gosh, what were we even talking about? Um, oh yeah, yeah. So we started by the by the pond, and then we go to, uh, you know, the TARDIS. We get to be inside of two different TARDIS control rooms. We go to, what was it? A space station? Yeah. Or something I like that. It was so. like a base somewhere, and then we like blow that. It was called camera. Like lights, camera, action. I didn't even catch that. So they're 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 on a, a, a space station, and then they're in uh, Spain at some manor house. By the way, my favorite part my favorite part of this entire serial was every every time they showed the exterior of that house, there was a play, there was a Spanish guitar riff. Did y'all notice that? No. Every every single exterior shot of that building was accompanied by a Spanish guitar. I loved it. So we had we had we had that. Which I thought was like a layover. I didn't realize we were moving the entire story here. I thought they were going to go back to the base at some point. For like three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. They're there. Then they go ranging throughout downtown Sevilla trying to find the doctor. <laughs> as well as just all over this property, property, like chasing people. Oh, yeah. But out on the hillside running into random moth collectors and everything. <laughs> Which, by the way, you know how... You know how you, whenever you meet a random character like that that has way too many lines and you're like, I know we're coming back to this guy at some point. And then you don't. When it turned out, y'all pointed out that that was the moth guy running the restaurant. Yeah. I didn't even notice it at first. He Mm-mm. came on screen and y'all were like, oh my gosh, it's the moth guy. Why I was are like, you back? Are you kidding me? I was like, he's gonna die. Yeah. And the whole, so so the, the only reason that, you know, so we have random moth guy on the hillside who decides to leave all of his equipment behind, who ends up running the restaurant that the doctor shows up to, which now that I'm thinking about it, the doctor who didn't even interact with that mm-hmm. guy. I thought that's why he went to that restaurant. But that wasn't no. even the same doctor. No. So it's goes to the restaurant. just a coincidence. Yeah, just a coincidence. Only to be stabbed to death <laughs> by the psycho butcher uh, of, who doesn't of the pay. Andragum. 
Like, what the heck, man? Like, what a tragic <laughs> little character that guy was. He was like, I moved to Spain because my acting career is on the, on the rocks, and, and now I'm going to run a Russia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one will ever get to see my, what did he say, my definitive Hamlet. <laughs> like, what? What's that mean? So just such a, such a uh, roller coaster ride with <laughs> poor Oscar. Um, Oscar, yeah. the, the, the random moth catcher. Poor Oscar. So um, let's let's jump into who's who briefly here. I think some of this we've we've kind of already covered. Um, so who is Jamie? First of all, the butcher called him a Tellurian. Did y'all notice that? Yeah. He called him a Tellurian, and then he kept using the term Tellurian. He's not a Tellurian. He's and then eventually he started saying human. So I had to go look this up. Tellus is a Latin synonym for Terra. Which Remember? you gotta love. The aliens call us Earthlings in ancient Latin. Right. Exactly. Why? <laughs> yes. They, well, what I thought was, were, what was your thing that you think we should be called? Earthians? Earthians. That's I... basically what Tellurian is. Yeah. It, except with, Terran doesn't have the E-N that you like. So there you go. We can be called Tellurians. Does that work for you? Sure. I just want to know, what does Terra actually mean? It means earth, ground, dirt, soil. That's so what it means. Aliens are calling us ground people. No, no, no. no. In it, the idea is the, ancient. We the Earth. word Earth Latin means either the planet we're on or the dirt under your feet. That's what the word means in English. That's what it's it not, means in almost every human language. Yeah. So, you know, presumably I, there are other movies where that has been the case with alien civilizations. It's like how fifty percent of Native American tribes are, you know people in their own language or something Yeah, and the like other fifty percent their names are an insult that the other tribe gave them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, who are those people over there? Oh, those are the Blackfeet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello, Blackfeet. What'd you call me? Um that happened. That, that's, and then it stuck. That's and what like, happened. Well, yeah. Uh Brits, we, we apologize for our culture. Alright. Uh, <coughs> Brits that are listening in. Uh, let's see. I'm sure uh, the doctor specifically called Jamie his companion. He said, my companion isn't for sale. I thought that was yeah. interesting because a lot of times we get other terms, but he literally called him his companion. Um, how long was that unsheathed knife <laughs> hanging out in Jamie's boot? And how did the freaking whoever's face was know that that was his knife? Yeah, he was like, oh, interesting. The companion of the doctor back on the base had a knife like that. I'm like, when did you see the knife? In his sock in his under his skirt. <laughs> I didn't even know it's a skirt. Kilt. It's a kilt. kilt. I know they made a joke about that in this <laughs> episode. What's her name? Cassini actually called it a skirt at one point. She was like, the one in the skirt. He looks good or something like that. He looks like he'll be tasty. Something like that. I was like, oh, dang. Nice. Sick burn. Um, according to the subtitles. Oh, I don't know why this is under who is Jamie. This should be under the doctor. Uh, according to the subtitles, the second doctor is doctor one and the sixth doctor is is Doctor Two. Okay, now of how course. does that work? <laughs> yeah, so at one point we were watching, we, we usually have the subtitles on, and at one point both doctors were off screen and one of them spoke. And this wasn't until the third episode. Yeah. yeah. Because they were together so infrequently. So it said, you know how like when somebody's off screen, it'll say Jamie and then it'll have his lines. It said Doctor One. And I went, oh, who's Doctor One? So apparently, Doctor One in this episode, Doctor One is the second Doctor, Doctor Two is the sixth Doctor. So I guess so. There you go. Uh, let's see. The second Doctor said at one point, one meal a day is quite sufficient. 
he did. He and told he said, Jamie, "We ate yesterday. One yeah. de- one meal a day is sufficient." I'm sorry, doctor. That's not how that works. Yeah. First we of all, we're like, today. "Dang, stingy!" And secondly, Corbin goes, "Uh, that was yesterday. <laughs> so where's today's one meal?" It may be enough way. for you, doctor, but you know we eat three times a day. Well, right. with the British amount that he eat, like, ate six times at that one place, maybe. Did you say British people eat six times a day? Somehow they eat less than us. <laughs> are you are you confusing the Brits with the hobbits? Yeah, they I can see how you can get that. They have time. like tea time, <laughs> and like seventeen snacks, and like. <laughs> so what? Like you? Is that what you're saying? You and your brothers? Good grief! Yesterday, Brayden had a snack at two thirty, and then one at three. And then at 4 o'clock was asking us when dinner was going to be ready. We are like, we haven't even started it. And then 5 o'clock he asked. And then we ended up eating at 6. And then he didn't eat anything at 6. Yeah, because he was snacking all day. Uh, So who is the uh, sixth doctor? All of that stuff was under uh, who is is the uh, second doctor. Who is the sixth doctor? Uh, Somehow, uh, oh yeah, I already mentioned this. I can't imagine the doctor sitting around for hours waiting on a fish to bite. We've already seen the 11th doctor not able to sit still for 5 minutes while the cubes are doing nothing. I can't imagine. Maybe the sixth doctor was a little bit more of a of a sitting around type of guy, but 11 was not. I, uh, I love he says he knows an, he knows a computer when he talks to one and then later he knows an androgram when he sees one. So I, Jared, I think that's what you were talking about earlier. Just <laughs> Those were a couple of the, the questions that Perry had. How do you know it's a computer? Well, I'm not stupid. <laughs> it's basically Like you. I ain't gonna lie though. I think I would be able to recognize an androgon when I saw one. Well, if they all have knobby warts on their face and <laughs> flaming orange eyebrows that stick out for three inches, yeah. yeah. If that's the I defining would. characteristic, sure. I'd be able to recognize that one, too. That's I, the yeah. only alien. I'd be able to pick that out across the room. Terrible teeth as well. I love Yay. the the second doctor done up as an androgon was, was hilarious, because now he mm-hmm. now it, it just... Actually, if it had been the sixth doctor, he would have officially been a clown. Yeah. With those eyebrows, but he should have gotten matching orange hair. That would have been great. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, and then um, I, I, I put down here, we've already talked about he straight up murdered Shockeye. And then greatest line right towards the end. Somebody says, what about Shockeye? The Sixth Doctor walks in with the CSI moment. He's been um, mothballed. Which- Dang, Doctor, you just murdered him and you're going to make a joke about the way that you killed him? (laughs) Why? The only thing missing was for him to put his sunglasses on dramatically right before he delivered that. (laughs) He's been mothballed. And then a grenade goes off behind him. <laughs> Credit start rolling. Hey <laughs> guys, Moves in the Whovian is also brought to you by listeners like Victor, Jared, and James. Uh, Victor's actually uh, listening in, or oh, oh no, he was. Uh, so he was listening in uh, as we're recording live with Jared here. Uh, but if you guys find value in what we do, like Jared, Victor, and James have, you want to give a little bit of value back, here's what you can do. Head over to noobsinthehoovian.com slash support. And you can find out all of the many ways that you can support us. I did find out, I did find out that our library is about to start doing, like, drive-through pickup. <laughs> so you can request things online and then drive up and they will bring them out to you. So we may be able to return our Doctor Who DVDs and get some new ones. So that's exciting. However, we're not sure when that starts. <laughs> or, 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 for that matter, if DVDs are even allowed. So... Um, one, one way that you can help out, 
uh, is to head over to noobsandthewhoovian.com slash support. Look at the information there about how you can sponsor a single episode for $2 or an entire season for 15 And that's if you're interested in doing a little bit of one-off help. Uh, if you're interested in ongoing support, which is the best way to support us, go to patreon.com slash noobsandthewhoovian and you can uh, become a monthly contributor there. And all of that is linked up over at noobsandthewhoovian.com slash support. All right, so um, that brings us to our classic Who connection. Why is that in the notes? <laughs> These notes have not been updated very quickly. Jared, do you have anything in this episode that connects to classic Who? Being classic Who, after all. <laughs> all right, well, so first we have two classic Who doctors. Yeah, do it. <coughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, hang on. I need to I need to pause you, Jared, because I'm I'm getting a little lost because one of the things that I wasn't sure about when we went into this episode is where in the second doctor's timeline are we supposed to have been? So I know so I get that's where you're tapping into. So where was this supposed to have taken place? <clears throat> or when, I mean. I was going to say, are you surprised? Really? What's what's the indicator there? What's the indicator that that tells us when when it's supposed to have been taking place? Because they didn't give any hints, or, or did they? <clears throat> okay. Oh yeah. Okay.
So the but the end of the war game story is when they forced him to regenerate. Oh. Uh, okay. Sure. So that 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 line in the opening was a nod to that that prose story. Ah. Uh, okay. Oh, it was an audio. I'm sorry. I thought you said. I thought you said it was a novel. But the question is, how does Jamie seem to know Perry? Because I, don't think uh, she I think does. they just became friends throughout this this well, story. Well, it felt like when they first met, though. Like, really? The doctor never even said her name, and Jamie was like, "Oh, Perry." Blah, 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 you know, it seemed like he that. knew her. Did anybody else pick up on that? I didn't notice. That. I did not realize that. It. I thought that was what was happening. Just uh, like, there, he there somehow There definitely wasn't enough her. explanation of what the heck is going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was That's a little sure. bit of confusion on Jamie's part, but other than that, you know, and wasn't wasn't Jamie in the five doctors? Or the, th or the three. I want to say he was in one of the other crossover episodes, mm -hmm. so maybe that's why he didn't have to do as, as much you know adjusting because he's like, ah, oh, yeah, this happens every now and then. <laughs> so, so what are the other what are the other continuity problems? Gotcha. So, right, right. Honestly, there's times where I'm like, why doesn't this happen more often? Honestly, <laughs> especially when he when he revisits a place that he's been before, I'm like, what are the odds that you know if you keep going back to the same place? But so in the in the audio story, is there is it supposed to take place in that spot where it's it's at the end of the war games, but before the regeneration, or is it not really addressed in the audio? It's more of a theory after the fact. Right, right. Yeah. 
before we force you to regenerate. <laughs> right, right. It was temporary. Okay. I think I've heard about that. That, okay. All right, that's, that's ringing a bell. I was trying to figure out why some of this sounded familiar. There is, there is a theory about some currently happening stuff that involves season 6B. There's some there's some stuff happening in the show right now, uh, whatever we're on, uh, season 12, I guess, uh, with the 13th Doctor, that um, some people are trying to make a connection back to, to 6B. So yeah, that that's why some of that was, I was like, I've heard this before. Um, but no, it's, it's a completely different thing. So I guess that's, that's the problem. So boys, if y'all aren't familiar, um, the second doctor, um, they, they show him, they show him doing something like a regeneration. It's, it's, it's unlike any other regeneration you ever see, um, this, this effect that they're doing and it fades to black and that's the end of season six. And it is the, it's the time Lords forcing him to regenerate and that's it. And then season seven, now in color, opens with the TARDIS opening, uh, someone falling out of it face down into the into the field of flowers and standing up, and lo and behold, it's the third doctor. So there is all kinds of shenanigans that you can you can assume, right? Because he wasn't Jared, uh, Jared he wasn't even in the TARDIS for that forced regeneration scene, right? He was like with the Time Lords. Yeah. So he's not even, so it kind of doesn't even make sense that he is forced into regeneration. Then the next time you see him, it's like he's falling over at the end of the regeneration, but he's falling out of the TARDIS. So it's like, well, what happened there? And, you know, so this is one theory. And then the other theory is uh, some stuff that's, that's happening now. So anywho, um, so guys, that brings us down to uh, overall impressions. So first of all, does it hold up? No. <laughs> mm. We already no. talked about the potatoes. We we talked about the potato faces. Um, I would say that the the hair and makeup for Shock Eye should have won an award because <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> uh, but the, when they tried it on the Doctor, uh, I thought it even looked better on the Doctor because his it, he just looks he had so the face silly. Yeah, that's exactly that's what I mean. Is it made him look like a clown? Mm-hmm. And and that was the second doctor was called a hobo. That was the, the kind of the look that everybody said he had was a hobo. And whenever I think a hobo, I think of that type of clown, where it's like the oversized baggy plaid pants, 
and like an old raggedy hat and, and gloves with no fingers and that kind of thing. And this just turned him into the. And then he yeah. put on the top hat and the coat with tails. I was like, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How did. How did how did the second doctor end up more clownish looking? That's amazing. Oh, and that was the other thing. So, Ke- so Keely walked in and saw the potato heads and went, what the heck? And then she walked in later and saw the sixth doctor and went, who is that? And we said, that's the current doctor. And she goes, why is he dressed like a clown? And I was like, nope, he's not. <laughs> it's just his costume. That's what he looks like. So, um, so bad. Were there any bad special effects? I mean, there was have many special the effects. Yeah, the, the lasers were, were, were pretty lame. They um, always are. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the slime I, bombs or whatever, where it's totally yeah, the, just like a rogue the acid bombs. Or something. Yeah, acid acid bombs. It was definitely that shoot a Roman fire candle. <laughs> yeah, it was a Roman candle. That's exactly yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, what about uh, uh, bad uh, uh, acting? We've talked about the makeup. Oh, when what the about? guy got when Shy Guy got stunned and knocked out, he just seizes up. And then turns Spins around. Spins around into the camera. Chasini! <laughs> what? what was that? And we'll just, we'll top off that conversation with just a silent moment for remembering Oscar's death scene. That's so sad. Okay. <laughs> so, um, oh, overall, wait, what about when the doctor fell? And he, like, totally oh fell gosh. into the ropes. Yeah, when he fell and got hung <laughs> up on the ropes. Where he, like, like, leaned out and, like, hugged the cables. And ah. then Perry came by and just like barely tugged on his pant leg and he fell off. <laughs> we didn't used to do falling very well in movies, <laughs> did we? Whenever ah. people get shot, they like seize up it's, and then it's they... Hard to, it's hard to act like you're falling or dying or drunk. Without all of those things yourself. I have attempted uh, in various stage productions and all of them are hard. Jared, what, what say you? That's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that right? <laughs> so you weren't acting as much as doing an impersonation, is what you're saying. Gotcha. That's that. Good. I like that. I like that. Well, there you go. Speaking of speaking of clown school, uh, yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. Was it Ringling Brothers? Was it Ringling Brothers? Okay. They they that that's where uh, Penn Jillette went. He went to uh, Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey's uh, greatest show on earth, clown college or clown school or whatever. You got to give it the most bizarre name that you can, don't you? Yes. Huh? If it's a clown school, it has to have the most bizarre name that you could possibly give it. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't understand. Ringling Brothers? Ringling Brothers. That's, the, so that's like funny. the most famous. Oh, my gosh. I don't even care if that's Kids their name. these days don't know about circuses because they're all gone. I don't care if that's their name. It's still ridiculous. The Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus. Barnum and Bailey. It was the largest, most popular, <laughs> so most, most famous uh, circus, Good at least for in you, the United States. Man. You and your circuses. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> overall rating out of ten, Trip. Why don't you Why don't you start us? Three. Oh my god. Three what? Three out of ten. Andrew Gum uh, doctors. Three out of ten. Andrew Gum doctors. 
Uh, would you care to elaborate? Just, I wouldn't watch it again if you gave me the chance. <laughs> Dang. Would not recommend. Corbin? No, would not recommend. Wait. You suck. This episode is good. No, it's I not. It. Did you really? It was it. hilarious. <laughs> Mainly because it was so dumb. But it wasn't supposed to be. There's nothing. That might be a problem, but I still think it was hilarious. <laughs> well, what's your score then? I'm going to say seven. Seven Why? out of this is ten. absolutely horrible. Uh, plastic legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> And this then we watch this one. <laughs> Smacks it down with a ten. Well, again, he likes it because of how bad it is. That's yeah. like he likes it for all the wrong reasons. Um, I couldn't uh, stop laughing half the time during these episodes. I don't so. care. It was still horrible. Okay. Uh, I gotta. I. Uh, I gotta agree. <laughs> <laughs> No, Jared. We got to the end of this, and the thought passed through my mind: this might be my favorite classic Who episode we've watched. How? We're like smashing Jared's out recommendations. Of <laughs> out of all of the ones you could have chosen, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, that one was Jared, bad in a bad Jared, way. This one is bad in a funny way. Give us the worst possible seventh doctor. You can lead a horse to water, doctor. Jared. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad about Caves of Androzani? Oh, okay. Sure. Okay. All right. All right. We'll, we'll just let that one lie there. Uh, uh, obviously wrong. But anyways, uh, I, yeah, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going to go seven butcher's machetes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, because he was going to carve both of those people oh up God. using a machete. <laughs> Instead of any kind of a meat cleaver or mm -hmm. anything like that, I thought that was hilarious. But um, but yeah, I I don't know why, but I had why? fun. I had fun no. watching this, and why? I don't know. It was fun. No, it was That's the hard once what it wants trip. Um, the only funny thing was the two doctors going at it. There and was not nearly there was not nearly enough of that. But yeah. I will say what I enjoyed more than the second doctor and the sixth doctor interacting with each other was this was the Androgum doctor interacting with Shockeye. That, that to was, me was, that was the funny. best part <laughs> of this entire serial. That was funny, Again, but that was the only good possibly part. my favorite part of all of Classic Who that I've seen so far. Yeah. Well, we watched we watched it about we watched it uh, hit power on the TV and walked upstairs and sat down to record. So, so it's fresh on my mind, and yes, it was. Because I the think first it was episode, all hilarious. The first episode, when we didn't get the two doctors together, I was like, this is a waste of time. What are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? But by the end of the third episode, I don't know what it was. There was, listen, it was objectively terrible, okay? Yes. We spent way too much time chasing, like, hunting each other down through the streets. <laughs> Why did we spend... 10 minutes <laughs> looking for the doctor when the two doctors could have been together being hilarious. Why did we spend a full 90 seconds sitting outside of a, sitting on a fountain describing food? Because it's hilarious. That's it why. It was hilarious, but it was completely unnecessary, completely horrible. I hated this. That's why I love it. I don't know. I don't know. The heart wants, the heart wants what the heart wants. Jared, what, are, what, have, what have you got? Man? Uh -huh. <laughs> I agree totally with Jared. Yeah. Good grief. 
yeah. The laughs were good. He really did. He really did. <laughs> yeah. Vegetarian doctors. Yeah, I think we've referenced that before. Yeah, I think we've had some conversation about that before as well. So, um, creep level. Right. Yeah. Uh, so creep level, I'm just going to give it about 225, mostly because of the horrible Santarin heads. Uh, Corbin. <laughs> this wasn't scary whatsoever. It's just a one. It wasn't even okay. scary. All right. That's I think fair. I think the thought, like, the I'm thought of, like, to explain, like, oh, you don't eat your own kind, and, uh, yeah, oh, you yeah, don't yeah. stab random people instead <laughs> of paying them. You With your don't 20 narg just, note. He yeah. was totally willing to pay, too. They just didn't accept his money. This didn't, yeah. He, yeah. he didn't have diners club, so. Um, I'm going to give this a 200. Shink. <laughs> oh, was oh, yeah. it really? A British show in Spain making jokes about Americans? I could see it happening. I don't know. <laughs> uh, That's probably Jared, right. what, what's your a trip? Gave it two hundred. What are you? What are you going to give it out of five hundred creep levels? Like, <laughs> like this slobbering stuff. <laughs> Negative. Uh, the rest of the the rest of the episode had negative impact on the creep level and brought it back down. So yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, okay, under theories, what is what does this say? You wrote it. How would we know? Okay, Brayden. Uh, let me see here. Brayden asked at one point which doctor this was, and I explained that it was the second doctor. This was at the beginning of the of the first episode. I said that is the second doctor. But he's about to team up with the sixth doctor. Trip then said, I want to see an episode with 13 where she meets up with 15. And then they have to use that actor later as the 15th doctor. I'm yes. almost surprised they haven't done that yet. But Honestly. it's probably just really hard to lock someone down like that. It, it would be because <clears throat> what, especially if you skipped one. If you went from 13 yeah. to 15, what you would have to say is at some point in the future. Yeah. And please don't die. And probably like... <laughs> Three years, we're going to hire you again. Not even three, because you've got to get to the end of the current doctor, and then how long is the next doctor going to run? And nowadays, they're not even doing a season per year, hardly. Yeah. It's like a season every 18 months. So you'd have, to, you'd have to have the 15th doctor come in and be like, hang tight, we're going to bring you in later. Plus, the, the real world problem I can see with that is, what would the fandom do with that? Because that would be that would be unprecedented, yeah. Of saying this will be the doctor. Can you imagine, Jared? Can you imagine the hashtag "Not My Doctor" building up for seven years? <laughs> <laughs> that I, when we get to season nineteen, I'm done with. I'm not watching that doctor. You know, you're obviously gonna watch it. So, so Trip said, and I just I wanted I wanted to write that down. I want to see an episode where the thirteenth doctor meets up with the fifteenth doctor. And then they have to, you know, explain that and figure that out and, and then uh, sequester that actor and, and lock him down uh, to be the 15th Doctor whenever they end up getting there. Yeah. And then heaven help us all if the show gets canceled before that. <laughs> Something like that. Goes on another hiatus. The Doctor yeah. that could have been. The Doctor that could have been. I mean, well, we've already kind of had some of that. So 
at any rate. Um, next week, guys, we are going to be talking about the documentary An Adventure in Space and Time. Now, this one is uh, a little bit uh, uh, off the, the beaten path. So this one is uh, a docudrama. So it's not a documentary, but, but it, it's based on true life events type of a thing, right? So this is, uh, we've talked about it before. This is going to follow Verity Lambert um, as she fights to to get this show going, to get to make Doctor Who happen. Um, they do take a little bit of, you know, poetic license here and there with a couple of things. Mm. And, you know, um, this thing couldn't have happened during that year because of this thing, you know, the, things like that. But overall, um, it's it's pretty good. It's a lot of fun to watch. Um, and we do get to, um, we're going to, we're going to meet, as I said, Argus Filch <laughs> playing. Uh, so you're going to have the guy who plays Argus Filch. All of a sudden I can't think of the actor's name. He is going to be playing William Hartnell playing, playing the, the first doctor. Yeah. So there's scenes where you're going to see him playing the first doctor and scenes where he's William Hartnell, uh, because it's the story of all of those actors and, and different things. Um, and gives a real interesting perspective on how all this got started, where it came from, and you're going to see some uh, some threads that started back then that are continuing to this day. You know, traditions and and facets of Doctor Who. So um, that's uh, as we said, that's what's next week, and then um, we will we'll be letting you know as we go because things do get a little bit wibbly wobbly over the next couple of weeks. We're going to be doing several different um, special episodes, this one included. So. Um, Listen out, we'll keep you on track. Guys, Noobs in the Whovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I am Trip. Our production editor is the other guy. I'm Corbin. Our classic Who expert is the other guy. Other, other guy. <laughs> Special thanks to TARDIS.Wakia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for his classic Who insights. And shout-outs to Jared, Victor, and James for their Patreon support. You can find us at facebook.com slash noobsinthehoovian. You can email us directly at noobsinthehoovian at gmail.com. For some reason, twitter.com slash noobshoovian is not in these notes, but you can check us out there. And uh, consider supporting us at patreon.com slash noobsinthehoovian. All of these links and everything else that you need to know about the show, including the full notes, are at noobsinthehoovian.com. Wherever you found us, make sure that you subscribe, like us, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we are a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name is Austin. I'm the Hoovian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And And we're the news. And the other guy. (laughs) <laughs> and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Be whip.